you don't have to record that. that I, okay. Uh, so we are back yet again okay. <laughs> with uh, Officer Rob Lemaitre, who is retired now from the Toronto Police Force. Um, we are talking about uh, the future and what this might look like. And I think it's an interesting conversation. And so we're, we're, we're kind of providing or, or trying to guesstimate what might be coming down the pipe here. So go ahead, Rob, give us your best guess of what, what might be, what we might see here. Well, like I say, I was cautious optimist that uh, mm -hmm. I, I hope that Canadians won't allow Canadians of whatever ilk whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, won't allow the government to get as far as they want. If this WEF conspiracy or um, truth, if you depend on what side of the fence is, um, if it comes to fruition, I, I, I wanna believe that the Canadians will stand up for each other. And before it gets to the part where they allow unvaccinated to be taken to camps, if that's the case, or and their assets and stuff to be seized by the government. So I would hope that, you know, you know, my, my great grandfather, my grandfather all fought in world wars and, uh, you know, Canadians were known for their strength and they're feared by their enemy. And, uh, you know, if our enemy is our government, we need, we need to stand up to, against them. If, if maybe our maybe our government is you know being run by the WEF, well then that's not who I elected. It's not who you elected. We elected Canadians to represent Canadians. And if 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 this WEF thing is true, um, and I believe it, it is, then they have an agenda. It's right on their website. Go look at it. <laughs> and if it is true. Um, we need to stop it and we need to start, you know, protecting ourselves as Canadians from the people that have infiltrated our government and essentially become posers because they're posing as Canadian government officials, whether the MPs or MPPs, and they're forcing an agenda on us that is not a globalist agenda and it's not a Canadian agenda, mm -hmm. which is, you know, freedom and peace loving people. I mean, mm -hmm. but, you know, in the history of Canada, we've been, you know, we've always been, uh, we've always stood proud. And uh, when, you know, we had to go to war, we went to war and we, and we were recognized for what we did. And our grandfathers and ancestors did a great job of representing our country. And, you know, if it comes to protecting Canada from global authoritarian authoritarianism then uh hopefully we all stand up together and do it mm -hmm. maybe the convoy you know who knows what happens but i mean the convoy was kind of uh i i, I it was kind of uh you know a shining star in the whole covid scenario and the pandemic i think it was uh it was uh an act that i think every open-minded canadian could get behind, even if you were vaccinated, you should have been cheering them on because they were, all they were doing was trying to protect our rights and bring recognition to that. And they brought recognition all around the world. And you could see even other governments turning on our government. Um, if you watched uh, different uh, 
even the, mainstream well, media. That's right, like the European Parliament. Yes. They, there was tremendous uh, discussion about how despicable Trudeau is and how you know he's a traitor to his own country. So on the international scene, there is great discussion, but certainly not within our borders. Yes, and, and if you had, you or I violated someone else, like, um, you know, by tracing their phone or tracking their phone without search warrants and, and, and done that, even, even the federal government can't do that. Just that, you know, just on a whim. And uh, you have peaceful protesters. I don't know how you equate that to organized terrorism or urban terrorism or whatever they were going for there, but it, it was just very disappointing to see. They did, they did track, it came out that they did track telephone accounts. Right. And then, uh, I, do you think that the hack that was the GoFundMe hack was done, orchestrated by our government? Because it seemed very quick. And who else would be motivated to find the list of donors? It certainly makes you, you know, suspicious, but. Seems rather know. odd, eh? And then. Yeah. And it's out in the public domain, and it didn't seem like the government cared. It's still out in the public domain. Uh, you know, the names, addresses, how much they donated, um, you know, to that cause. That That's right. really alarming. But, it is. Um, and they're all breaches of privacy and, you know, breach of your charter of rights. And I, I, there has to be a point where our, you know, our justice system comes through and all this and starts running again. Well, is it, but is it maybe beyond that? If our judicial system has been hijacked, then is it up to us as Canadians to really individually say enough, we don't comply. And if there's enough of us. I always like to see things play out legally and in a responsible way, mm -hmm. but uh, mm -hmm. You're right, as each passing day goes by and these violations kind of get overlooked or not, you know, not, not acted on, yeah. yeah, not addressed properly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is concerning for sure. It's very concerning. So how do you see things playing out this fall? So you, you've mentioned you think there could be fuel shortages, there could be food shortages. Um, the, the government is hinting that they're going to lock down everyone, masks again mandatory vaccines how what's your best guesstimate of what this fall and winter are going to look like and the expropriation of property like what if you had to predict what is happening what is going to happen this winter what what would you say well first of all i like cautiously optimistically would like to think none of that would happen mm -hmm. but you know fuel fuel start shortages have already started in bc whether that's just a you know, an individual uh, circumstance in a, in, you know, in a supply chain or something, I don't know. But certainly, if that happens, food's next. Um, you know, food, you need, you need fuel to get the food to the stores. Most people in Canada rely on grocery stores to get their food. If there, there's no fuel to get trucks there, those grocery stores don't get food. So don't, only makes sense if the two go together and if they persist that you'll have food shortages. So, um, you know, in, in our situation, you know, we're gonna rely on our community to get food. Mm 
and and our own sort of prepping, I guess, if you want. Mm -hmm. um, but even even the you know even the government and in the police service have recommended that you have at least seventy two hours of food and water supplies, you know, in case of an emergency. I'm saying maybe you should have about thirty days, <laughs> you know, um, at least thirty days, and then you know, um, I'm hoping that uh, obviously that doesn't happen. But if if things persist and it's a possible scenario, and then, like I said, I would rather instead of staying here and defending myself, uh, you know. Or, defending my family from going to like some sort of camp um, or defending what I have here from other people that need it to survive. I'd rather, if I could just get away. If it, this is, was a scenario only, you know, only unique to Canada or where we are, then I'd rather go to another country that I wasn't in that scenario. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's happened in other countries and people escape and, they become refugees if they have to in other countries and to escape persecution. And mm -hmm. uh, I'd rather do that with my family to keep my family safe that way, try that avenue than stay and fight and, and harm other people. I can't see, I, it's not in, in me to like, it would be in me to stay and fight for Canada if Canada was fighting against uh, an outside organization. Mm -hmm. um, which I believe we are, but if people don't recognize that and they start turning on each other, then Canada, as we know it, is it's not the same anymore. So. I, I, I feel as though we're at a, a very important juncture this summer uh, where we really need to get united as Canadians and recognize vaccinated or unvaccinated. We are all together in this. We're all Canadian. And we mm -hmm. need to recognize that our government is acting against us. And somehow if that messaging can get out that we are united and our government is acting against us, that's a really important um, message. And, and I, I see hope if that message gets out. If it does not, then they have divided us so much and Canadians will turn against their brother. Yeah, and I, uh, you did see the convoy also, I always refer to the convoy because I kind of, it's been the only really bright spot for a lot of things over the last year and so, a year and a bit. But the politicians started pointing finger at other politicians. And you saw some politicians come out and speak more freely on their position against, you know, the government imposing their will on the convoy and the protest. Mm -hmm. I, I think we need to see more of that and we need to see more politicians come out and point out the politicians that are pushing this agenda. Like everyone should make, go to WEF website and look up their agenda and then just question it. Okay. Is this happening? And look, look at the news, look what's happening. Look what's happening with our government. Our government keeps passing special little bills, you know, to, uh, you know, label somebody as a terrorist or well, know. Bill Bill C eleven, which I think yes. will be voted in the Senate this fall. It passed to the House. Right now, the Senate needs to decide on it. It's a censorship bill. 
Right. You're not allowed to criticize anyone. You're not allowed to criticize the government. How right. does that separate us from North Korea? Well, <laughs> luckily for me, I'm not in North Korea, but it doesn't sound good. Um, no, you know, that, that is actually very scary legislation. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. passes. Freedom of speech to me is the, uh, the foundation of a democracy. Right. If you take away people's freedom of speech, I think we're hooped. So that's coming through the Python fall. That will be a very important, that will be a very important decision. And I think that became very obvious when uh, during the election, when a judge ordered that rebel news be allowed in with the media. And even, even after that, Justin Trudeau wouldn't recognize, yeah. wouldn't recognize him as a news source. I mean, that says it all right there about his, exactly. his thoughts on freedom of speech. Yes, exactly. So you have a plan in place yourself and you are optimistic, but you're preparing for all eventualities, possibilities. I think it's everybody should do it, right? Everybody should, you, you know, prepare for the best, but, you know, expect the worst and, you mm -hmm. know, or, whatever the analogy goes, but I think yeah, that, uh, that's it. It's kind of yeah. the, the boy scout motto, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Expect the yeah. best, but prepare for the worst. Um, I'm hearing rumors here in BC that in the port, things are being diverted to warehouses in obscure places. And so this supply chain issue is escalating, but yeah. it's very manufactured. Right. Yeah. I have, I have no information on that. Like I said, I've been, I buried my head in my community and sand for a while. I haven't been watching. I do get the odd telegram message, um, you know, following uh, certain media sources. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. uh, I, I've just turned the TV off. Well, TV, I agree. The TV is absolutely, uh, yeah. you, you just, uh, it's propaganda. Yeah. But I agree, even listening to the media, the alt media that is truth, you know, trying to reveal the truth, it, it, it can be discouraging and overwhelming. Right. And yet, um, but I, I, I keep, I keep, well, I've actually had meetings with farmers and they say to me, they've been told by the government, they, they're, they do some peculiar testing, which is a little bit like a PCR test on their <laughs> birds. And they're told they're, all their birds have avian flu. They have to kill all 300,000 of them. Boom, done. And when they ask for a second opinion with their vet, no. Yeah. So the government is definitely has an agenda to shut down farming and yeah. uh, to make us dependent. So, right. um, you know, you're on a farm right now. Yeah. And, yeah. and may you be able to continue farming, but they don't make it illegal for you to have. Right. Chickens, yeah. chickens. Yeah. But um, my, my kids were my my oldest son is 15. He experienced a uh, uh, a trip to a uh, fish farm. And while they were there, they were vaccinating the fish. Really? You can't can't make that up. So oh. it, it it has gone to levels that I never you, you couldn't even believe. So you, you go get your fish from the market. Wild, wild salmon yeah. has been well, vaccinated. 
Well, I don't know about wild salmon, but fish farmed. Uh, yeah, old fish, old vaccine, fish farm. farm fish. So not in the hatcheries where the where the salmon are coming up, but these are fish farms. The fish farms. Yeah. One so more reason. One more reason not to eat. Yeah. Not no to. Reason. You got to know where your food's coming from. You got to know where your food is coming from. Isn't that so true? And know your water source. Yes. And know this is a time to prep like no other and be independent, sustainable. Uh, when you talk about, we're looking at the World Economic Forum uh, website, I agree with you. And the other website that I feel is very important to look at is the UN and, and poke around at the Agenda 2030. Right. Because it's, it's alarming when you read it, you think it's all there yeah. in print. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds it sounds ludicrous, but then you read it and you think this is the agenda. This is their, these are their goals and it's it there in black and white. Sounds like a novel. Yeah, sure does. <laughs> think, yes. Well, anyway, you know what? Thank you again. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we keep, uh, yeah uncovering different topics to discuss. But thank you again, uh, okay. Robert Lemaitre for, um, yeah, for your insight. <laughs> I think as a police officer, we're all, we all love to get inside the head of a police officer and know what, you know, what do you guys think? Because it's hard. They don't talk much. They don't. Yeah. I, you, it's like a you, secret society. Yeah. You have to, you have to listen to everything and, uh, my thing was you, you listen to everything and and then you question everything and then you have to form an opinion mm -hmm. and if you if you if you're able to be open to look at both sides mm -hmm. it's pretty obvious what's happening right now yeah. is you know not good be open-minded and i think a good dose of discernment right. is helpful it's okay yeah. to admit you were wrong and exactly. i think that's I think that's where a lot of people are stuck. They're stuck in a place of not being able to move on because they can't admit they've made the mistake of- You know, the, it, that, that is a very interesting comment actually, because I have found that when I've been in Mexico or in Costa Rica, and I discuss with people the merits of the vaccine and lockdowns, there's an openness. And if they have been vaccinated, they're very eager to hear Mm -hmm. all about it what 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 does the science really show and they're very open and very quick to acknowledge that oh my gosh i made a mistake whereas in canada people are oppositional they they i don't know if it's ego or what it is that prevents them from acknowledging that maybe they just made a big massive mistake and now let's work to get out of it but they won't acknowledge it there's a pride yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's a pride, and I think it's also a little bit of, uh, you know, Nazi Germany. Um, if you just look at their uh, propaganda, um, it's uh, the Canadian government have taken a page right out of the propaganda or WEF, whoever's running our country. How how how, how do you see that? How so? Yeah. Well, is because they first of all they started blaming. They they blamed okay COVID started everything was fine and then three months into it you know our prime minister announced that the only way out of this is vaccinations so he planted a seed that everyone you know as soon as the vaccinations are available it's going to be the savior and everyone's going to be freed from this pandemic and lockdowns and all that and then and then it came and then people decided 
not to get the vaccine. And then we became the problem. And they, the media, the government officials, they made us out to be the problem. And the unclean people, the people that weren't doing their job or what was the, do your part. Do your part. Do your part was their, their big slogan. And when you weren't doing your part, it, it, it's it's the same it's the same propaganda and we use propaganda uh, propaganda in Canada too during the wars do your part you know they you know in farms they took all the uh, farmers except for one and did, so that the farms can continue you continue to grow crops and supply um, but you you know you gave they bought Canada bonds you supported the you did you, you did everything and Propaganda was used for all these things. Um, in in Nazi Germany, the propaganda was the Jews. It was a Jews' problem or fault for the Germany economy and everything that was going bad for the Germans. And they blamed and blamed and blamed. And that's exactly what our government did. And and uh, essentially setting the seed with uh, normal Canadians to hate people because they wouldn't get a vaccine yeah and, and that that hate is quite evident yeah. and there's a lack of compassion mm -hmm. and do you almost find as though the people who are vaccinated lack empathy and i wonder if that's physiological has the vaccine actually affected their brain or is it psychological as a product of propaganda i, I would think it's the latter propaganda Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't have any evidence, you know, with regards to the vaccine being some sort of mind control or being able to control your thoughts and emotions. But I certainly believe that if you keep hearing the same stuff over and over again from the media, from the governments, the people that you trust to do the right thing and get your information from, then if you're, you know, and that's, that's your thinking and that's the way you get your information, that's what you're going to believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, re repetition is quite powerful. Yes. And it is constant. Yes. The message is constant. Still, a year and a half later. A constant. year and a half later. Yeah. yeah. And so this fall, we need to kind of brace ourselves. Um, they've certainly warned us that we're coming into uh, lockdowns, masking. Mm -hmm. I just heard U of T announce that. Uh, Students need to be up to date with their vaccines if they want to be in residence. That doesn't bode well. So you need no. to get every, all those poor students need to be boosted if they want to be in residence. I'm sure yeah, other Canadian universities same. will follow suit. And I, yeah. I hear this, I here we go again. Yeah, it's the same university that as soon as they were uh, uh, served a lawsuit last year, they pulled that fault policy really quickly and now they're back at it again. It's just. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like they give us the summer off and they hit us when the kids go back to school when, exactly. you know, when everyone else could get, normally would get sick anyway. And they, exactly. Exactly. And, and, it's like, well, we're prisoners and they yeah. let us out into the yard to play. That's how yeah. it is. Yeah. It can, it, it, I guess they're, I guess their uh, thoughts are Canadians, as long as you give them their summer, uh, you know, the only fun season around. Then, they, then they'll be happy. You can lock them in winter. I, I'm, I'm certain because there's a lot of behavioral psychologists that are on these um, task force and everything. I'm sure that they have looked at this very carefully as to what's the best, best method of mind control. 
and you have to you have to ease off a little bit and then you know resume i think it is an effective method because people yeah. almost kind of forget yeah yeah and 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 when you have people wearing a mask you know they're being compliant That's you can what, see yeah. yeah a mask is a visual that lets everyone know who's compliant and who's not. Right. And um, I'm heartbroken here in BC to see all the masks being worn. Yeah. Outside, yeah. like you say, outside, in stores, yeah, yeah. in cars, on bicycles. And, um, and you have to remember too, in, in World War II, they also used uh, symbols in, in to uh, tell people apart. Right. That's right. So this is a very good visual. Yes. And uh, with no scientific backing, uh, the masks yes. I detest. I think I actually think not only are they useless, but I think they're dangerous. Yeah. All of the pathogens that lurk on a moist mask, the fungus, the bacteria, and there's been an up, you know, a surge in in these sort of issues in people's lungs. And I think, of course, you're God did not God, you know. God did not build in a mask for us to protect us. Our immune systems are very robust and very sophisticated. Right. And for people to feel now that that mask is an extra layer of protection is, I think, it's insanity. It is. Yeah. It's, it's another concept of brainwashing, I guess. Brainwashing. It, and, 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 oh, it show, and it shows complacency. So have you ever had, in the police force, have you ever had um, uh, dealings with, you know, uh, psyops of this sort where someone is brainwashed and you need to extract them from it? <laughs> have you ever been involved in anything like that? Like the, re, the no, reprogramming? No. No, no. no I, but, it, you know, you, you look at... Um, different scenarios within the city and you know when someone's caught and they're involved in like criminal organizations and stuff um, and then they try to rehabilitate them they try to remove them from the criminal organization you know and and and, and rehabilitate them mm -hmm. um, so if this is a brainwashing thing and people are wearing masks because they're brainwashed or because they're terrified mm -hmm. because of everything they're watching you have to take them out of that environment and rehabilitate them. But, but you know, this is the conversation I've had with people. How, how do we do that on mass here when we have tens of millions of Canadians who've been brainwashed? Now what? Well, you have to, you have to stop the brainwashing first so that they can be brought into a different environment. And then, well, that, that would mean that would mean uh, taking over the CBC and global and all the mainstream networks. That would be the most efficient way to deal with this, really, is to yeah. take over the media and force the media to tell the truth. Well, has, have, there, have there been any examples of that in other countries where the media, because the media has been hijacked? So right. if you can regain control of the media, that might be the most effective strategy. Yeah, and like, I just wanna say like, we keep talking like if we know everything or we're conspiracy theories and we got it. Justin Trudeau said in, in, a, in, a, in a media release, he said, how do you, you know, you know, get so many votes or how does, a, you know, I forget his terminology, but he goes, just get, pay the media. Yeah, and, no, I, and, I saw that interview and, and it was he, so brazen. 
and yeah. so bold and and stupid. I mean, okay, yes, this is what you're doing, but to actually verbalize it and, and share that is, is mind-blowing. But, no, I agree with you. He has been very vocal on that fact. And then anyone that cares to investigate, looking at where the funding comes from for CBC, their budget is from, directly from him. So this, this is not complicated. Uh, I think people just choose not to go there. And that, that is, to me, quite fascinating, that people prefer to stay in their comfortable bubble. And it's like, don't tell me anything that is going to burst my bubble because I'm happy in my bubble. That's right. Yeah. But no, no, I think you're right. I think that it is, he's been, this is common knowledge. Anyone that wants to look, you just do a Google search where he's, where Trudeau is, is bragging about this saying, yeah. This is, this is my method, very effective method. But um, if we could somehow yeah. regain control of mainstream <laughs> media, that, that could be helpful. Can you imagine turning on CBC radio or global news and you actually have a proper scientist and doctor or legal authority, you know, people talking the truth. You could actually reverse things quite quickly. There's lots of mainstream media people working out there that if you talk to privately, they will tell you that they're being controlled and being edited on every basis. And, you know, but they won't publicly admit that because they're not willing to do what we did and work with it, go without pay. That's it. You know what, you're right. If everyone come forward who is in the know and says, okay, I'm done. I can't live with myself anymore. I'm right. going to be brave. I'm going to tell the truth. We'd be out of this mess. We but wouldn't instead, have got in this mess. We wouldn't have got in this mess. We I agree have. with you. But instead, I mean, I, I hate to call people cowards, but in a sense, you are putting, selfishly, you're putting yourself and your family ahead of society at large, the future, the future for your own children. This is what flabbergasts me. You may be thinking, yes, you're getting the paycheck and keeping your family just comfortable, but what about the future for your children? You're complicit in a crime against them. That that I don't understand. Lack, I don't understand. They lack the foresight to see where this is. Lack going. of foresight, exactly. Yeah. Well, on that cheery note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. thank you, thank you again, Rob Lemaitre, okay. and. Uh, We'll, we'll keep uh, plodding along here and hope that we can affect some change. All right. Thank you very okay. much. Thank you. All Thank right. you.